Ladies and gentlemen, hello. We are live, and you are listening to us whenever you're listening to us. This is Josh from the Holy Buckets Podcast, and we got Father Pat Mullen here. What up, Pat? What are you doing? I'm blessed, Josh. How are you? Happy Lent. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. No meat in this body. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you're rocking with the best of Holy Records podcast. And in today's episode, episode number 82, I believe we're going to get to triple digits here, Pat. Wow. I, I, uh, I just, there's so many people I want to thank. I want to thank my family. I want to thank God. I want to thank, um, I want to thank you, Josh, but not as much. Um, I, there's, I know I never would have made it here without you guys. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're feeling the love, go ahead and hit subscribe right now and follow us on all the platforms, wherever you go, because we got a special guest tonight, a friend of father Patty and now of the Holy Ruckus, San Antonio Hill from Vagabond Missions. And so we're going to, we're going to bring him on here in a little bit after the intro, but Pat, what should our, our listeners expect? You, you know, this guy. San Antonio. Um, uh, <laughs> AKA not San Antonio. Um, I, I can't wait to tell this story. This, this man, this man has like one of the most genuine, uh, like authentic loving hearts, uh, that you'll ever met. I'm going to hype him too badly. Um, he's a knucklehead. He's a goofball. He's, he's another, he's another, bro- uh, brother, just like myself. Who's, who's, you know, just trying to try to fight and scrap his way towards the Lord. And uh, so, yeah, brace yeah. yourselves because we're going to bring the heat. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Here we go. Holy buckets. Here we go. We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. Why were you made? I was made to be happy. The way to be happy is to know truth and to love goodness. In other words, I am made for God. Pero quiero lío en las dioses. Quiero que se salga afuera. You are now listening to the Holy Ruckus Podcast. Hello, hello. We are live. What's going on, guys? What's happening? It's here. We, we made it to the day. <laughs> the highlight of Father Pat's week. Well, aside from Sunday, I'm Father. So Aside Guys, I, I have known, I have known about this for uh, to the listeners out there. I have known about this conversation for I don't know how how long we've been, you know, punt, punting around looking for the right time or the right, you know, whatever. I guess for a few weeks, and I've been trying my best not to um, <laughs> not to judge like my other experiences in light of like how how. Uh, hyped and excited i am for this conversation right now because everything else pales in comparison <laughs> not the eucharist not mass <laughs> yikes easy man with the sacramental life putting it under the bus well ladies and gentlemen we want to welcome santonio hill thanks so much for being with us santonio is a can, can we say a working minute uh missionary at vagabond missions can we say that like is that yeah, absolutely the missionary life right yeah Dude, that's awesome, man. And then you're originally from the DMV, from Southern Maryland, a former seminarian. And so I call wind of you, San Antonio. Well, one, because the seminary is so white. So I was like, all right, who's this big black guy? And right. I knew, <laughs> and, and I'm sure you get that a lot, my man. And so when I know you discerned out and you knew doing big things up in Philly, when when it was Anthem Philly, correct? You used to work yeah. for the Archdiocese of uh, Philadelphia, right? Right, yeah. Awesome, awesome. And now you're over in Pitt, man. So 
And anyway, so we're going to treat you just the same like we do every other guest. We're going to put you through the ringer. We're going to have a little fun. We're going to do overrated, underrated. So how it starts off, I'm going to shout you something, and then you're going to tell me, uh, Hot Take City, man, whatever you think is overrated or underrated, or maybe something is properly rated here in this Lenten season. So are you ready? Yeah, let's hit me with it. Hey, I'm going to hit you with it. Here we go. Here we go. So let me see here. All right. Let me mess around here. All right. So San Antonio Hill, overrated, underrated. Let's go. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't want to get you into trouble here, but <laughs> I mean, they went undefeated for like a like eleven games, maybe twelve. But their their whole schedule was easy, man. Overrated. <laughs> they yeah, overrated. Yeah, the team wasn't one to, to stomp them. We wouldn't want to make them, you know. Yeah, are you big, are you big on Washington football team? Washington fan? I mean, I don't really watch it too much no more, but I gotta rub the home team. That's it. You yeah, better that's <laughs> that's right. I gotta rub the home team. Washington wasn't sucked, but I still gotta rub the home team. You know, all right, all right. better man than me, better man than me. Let's go, let's go. And so, since you're in Pittsburgh, so I went to school at Franciscan University, stone, a stone throws away from uh, from Pitt, about 45 minutes, and um. And I never checked this place out, but people swear by it. Permani Brothers sandwiches, overrated, underrated. Overrated, man. I mean, I think it's drunk. It's the the bread is soggy. The French fries not crispy. Come on, man. They say get like the burger. Nah, man. It's not even. It's not even a discussion. I honestly rather have Subway than Permani. No. I mean, at least you can. You know, if you want to take your girl to a nice place where they make the food right in front of you, a subway. Permanis is somewhere in the back. You know, like there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna eat fresh. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. So for wow. all those out there, sponsorship. Antonio says sponsors says if you're gonna take your lady to a nice dinner, you know, I know for Valentine's Day passed, but subway is forever. Subway, subway is forever. <laughs> if you love her, if you love her, eat fresh. <laughs> There it is, ladies and gentlemen. All right, all right. How about this? Um, let's keep going here. Uh, let's go music. Um, overrated, underrated, the Catholic music scene. We're talking like if there is a scene. We're talking uh, er, uh, modern day stuff, contemporary things. Matt Marr, Audrey Saad. Oh, yeah. You know, I'll be honest with you. I mean, to each his own. Can like, you I don't really listen to him a whole lot. But I do listen to a couple Catholic rappers. Go ahead. And so Go I'm gonna say so one Cody Free, that's my guy, he's great. Um, another one, John Levi. Um, another one, C26. So I would say all oh, these guys underrated. They don't get the, the proper due. So you Dang. wouldn't put you wouldn't put your boy up there, the uh righteous B? Come on now. <laughs> don't don't make me do that to him. Oh, I don't yeah. on this podcast. So for the folks that don't know, Santonio, who is Righteous B to you now where you're working? So Righteous B, his name is Bob Lesnevsky. He's the founder of Vagabond. Used to be a rapper. He retired like after he put out a second solo album and it flopped. So we he <laughs> nobody don't nobody really talk about that dude a whole lot. I think Alan Steubenville, he's a big deal, but everywhere else in the you know, I could be wrong too. I could be wrong, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he's overrated. There you go. There you go. Hot <laughs> takes right here. Okay. Okay. Oh, we got shade on this. Right. Yeah, that's my guy. Go. That's go. my guy. If I ever did a rap song, I tell him I need a feature. 
There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Lenten sacrifices. I mean, I probably know the answer to this, but overrated, underrated. How about you? Go ahead. I mean, I think, I think the just the right amount of being rated. I think they're properly rated. You should always have like figure out sometimes something to do in your prayer life, or just like I don't know, give up sweets or whatever. Just it, like it just will enhance your your like your faith and your prayer life. It enhances your relationship with God. Like that's the purpose of it. So it can't be underrated and it can't be overrated. There you go. Right. Okay. Is there so I know with Father Pat and I, we're doing Exodus 90 and we're struggle busting it. Uh, oh how about God. you, man? What do you, uh, is there something you, you feel at liberty that you could say what, that you're doing, that you're taking on? Yeah, that's tough, man. Exodus 90 is no joke. I did that one last year. Uh, there you go. But uh, this year, um, I'm giving up soda because I drink it way too much. I'm addicted. Sprite. Um, but if Sprite did give me a little endorsement, I'll pick it up quick. No, that Kobe endorsement. <laughs> need that. Um, you thirsty? <laughs> you Um, and then uh, and then I've been picking up the rosary again. Uh, I usually, I yeah, I just have a hard time just like staying consistent with it, and that's something that I like. Mary's been such a big part of my my like entire vocation, uh, and so I need to just I just need to get back in the groove of just praying the rosary. So like really keeping it super simple, uh, and I'm and I'm doing that. Awesome, man. Awesome. Awesome. And then let's go. Most overrated saint. This is one where you get to actually name something. Most overrated saint. Go ahead. I mean, I feel it's kind of rough. I feel bad saying this, but a little flower, man. Saints of Resolution. And that's my girl. And that's my girl. That one yet. No. No, no. That's my girl, man. But I mean, sometimes you can read it and you're like, wow, she complained because of what now? You know, <laughs> come on. There's a lot of there's a lot of suffering going on over here, and it's like, oh, this one person, such and such, is like, all right, right. right. <laughs> she needs to come out and do missionary life with with San Antonio real quick. See the inner city, and then complain. Right. I mean, yeah, we got kids who just like, yeah, they'll they don't they'll disrespect you quick, man. <laughs> they call you ugly. They might try and fight you. Mm-hmm. It's just a little different. It's a little different. I feel you. I feel you. Well, thank you so much, man, for for surviving the underrated, overrated. Didn't get you into too much trouble. So there you go. Um, let's let's get into it, man. And and so like the topic of the day is kind of like your mission work and kind of seeing what's up. We got someone here joining us, Father Pat. You know let's her, go, Cassie. How you doing? Thanks for joining. There you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. If you have a question or a comment, want to say hello to San Antonio or Father Pat or myself, go ahead and drop it in the comment section below and we'll post them right here on the screen. But let's get right into it, man. And and kind of what I really wanted to focus on having you here with us is, is that mission life, but also like how has your Lent been going? I know you're you're recently engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Tell us, man, how, how has your Lenten season been going? Has it been penitential? Has it been like lackluster, loafing? Mm-hmm. How is it? Loafing, man. I heard that word in a minute. People yes. don't be, they don't speak like that out here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like in, <clears throat> I can, I know I said I only did like the rosary and keeping it simple, but I've also like as a team, um, we've also decided to take up not complaining. And so I would say I've been like pretty mindful of that because that helps me with my own 
just, I don't know, pride sometimes I feel like if I can complain about something, I feel like I can kind of like be bigger than something or a little, you know, um, I don't know, sometimes just like poke my chest out. It sounds weird, but, mm-hmm. um, but if you ever complain and you can correlate pride to it, try it. Sure. Um, Most definitely. Yeah. So like the not complaining and, 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 um, and praying a rosary. I mean, I will say it hasn't been anything like monumental. That's just been like, that's blown me away uh, quite yet. You know, I'm, I'm sure God will, will do it soon, but you know, actually let me stop faking. So like one thing, one thing that like really kind of came up, this actually is in a relationship between our relationship between my fiance and her, her name's Kristen. She, uh, she brought up to me uh, that she thinks that I might need some counseling. Like, you know, it's like, hey, I think you got a little something, something you got going on in your life right now. You should take it to counseling. And I'm like, nah, nah, don't don't play me. I don't need counseling. Uh-huh. Uh, she said, that's exactly what a person who needs counseling would say. And I'm like, of course, <laughs> of course, he would hit me with that. Um, and then I went to confession later on after that conversation. The priest, I like, you know, confess my sins. The priest is like, you know what? You probably never heard this before. But you might you could use some you can use some counseling. And I'm like, dang, <laughs> someone Christy right now. So he might be he might be telling the truth. And then there was another um I wanted to go hear this talk. A speaker named Paul J. Kim. He gave okay. a talk about just every uh, honestly a bunch of stuff. But um, but like within it, he said, Hey guys, counseling isn't weird. Like it's it's not like therapy, it don't have to be a long period of time, you know, something that you can just kind of like go six, maybe seven, eight times work out what you need to work out and you grow, you become better after that. And so I think, I think I'm about to get hit with the counseling when I go, if that makes sense. It, it does, man. And I vibed right with you because I know for, a, as a Latino man, culturally, that's like people, people dumb it down or they say, or they, they, they just bat it. They say, oh, that's yeah. not manly. Right. And yeah. I'm sure that that's a that's a big thing. At first, we, we front like, um, that's not for me. That's for the ladies, or yeah. you know, well, that's for somebody else. You got the wrong one. But no, 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 absolutely. I I can I can understand that because I've had to to go and and usually it was a pastor, a spiritual father that recommended it, and it yeah. was always a combination, right? It was a combination of spiritual direction, right, and then the clinical side of it. I mean, I think I, I think that's an untapped resource, man. So I'm so glad you said something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for real, actually. That that's that's probably the most Lenten thing that you could like Lenten message that you could share with us. <laughs> you know, it's like go get right with the Lord. Like go find, go t- take time in the desert mm-hmm. with Him, and that's in lots of different ways. It's not just when you're burning through those beads, you know, connecting with Mary. Or talking to your boo, talking to Shorty, you know, or, or talking to, you know, Yo, or no. things out on the street, you know, between man to man, you know, heart to heart, right. you know, with your bros. But like when when we've got to get right with God, we go to confession when we got to get right in our head, you know, we talk it out. You know, we go find somebody. Dang, man, you feel really good about that answer. I appreciate that. I think it's definitely Lenten, though. Like, isn't that like what it is, like dying to self? Like the whole thing is like, I'm, I'm going to clutch this and I'm going to be like, no, I'm a white knuckle this thing this whole way. You know, I think that's, so the fact that we even consider it, the fact that we've been talking about going to, going to see clinical, you know, accompaniment, right. I think it's something that we don't, we don't do enough. So 
Mm. Shout out. So that's good. So I'm going to write that down for, <laughs> for me and my wife. We'll see. We'll see what we got going on. But yeah. tell us about your journey, brother. Like, how did you end up where you're at? I mean, Southern Maryland. I, I know folks in Southern Maryland. I ha- like, yeah, it's it. Come on, man. I'm I'm not gonna type Castro, man. Come on. Speak up, man. Where are the brothers at? Like, where why in the seminary? They don't come on. We it's not diverse. I don't get it. Are there Latinos there too? Are they in the back? What are we doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me set let me set up San Antonio a little bit. I'm 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 gonna lay the trap for you because uh the trap, okay. (laughs) I got I gotta hype him by by paying him the compliment that um so you were unsurprisingly, I think. Uh, you got the hookup with the Lesnevsky brothers, you know, that they, they, they had you in the Advent Made Simple, right? Yeah. That you, you, did, you did that this past year. My parishioners loved y'all. They, they, oh, they yeah. ate it up. They ate that up. They, they loved the series, um, you know, and I felt, uh, I mean, by extension, that makes me feel good because I'm like, you know, I know these guys. I know some of these peeps, you know, they're, they're my, my bros. That's my younger brother. And, yeah. um, so like okay, you've you've made it, man. I don't know if you feel like you've made it, but like you you're in the circle now. Like that's it's the out there. Trust Walker. I don't feel like it. I I'd say so. You know the Lord is using you, bro. So like mm-hmm. if he's got if he's got you in his in his arms for his his glory, like you describe yourself in one of those videos is like you know. So I'm straight country. <laughs> So oh, go country. Bring it. Talk about it. Tell so, me about so it. So tell, tell us where you're from, man. I mean, yeah, yeah Archdiocese of Washington, but give us a little bit more. Come on. Yeah. So um <clears throat> yeah, so I'm from Southern Maryland, St. Mary's County. Uh born and raised in Lexington Park, Maryland. It's just, I mean, yeah, you heard Father Pat said it's I'm straight country. I, I used to be at least now that I got around these city folk. They 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 walk fast, they talk fast. My girl is city girl. Uh, so she talked fast, but, um, but yeah, man, it, it's, it's, yeah, I don't, I mean, you want to know like how I got to the seminary and like my whole like journey, how I like met Christ and all that. Oh, he gone. Oh, oh he back. I'm here. I'm here. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> no, man, just cause we, we do got to get to Vagabond, right? But how did we get that from where we were? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Southern Maryland to Vagabond. Yeah. So, um, geez, man. So when I was in, when I was in high school, I mean, yeah, when I was in high school, I really didn't care for school a whole lot. I was a social butterfly, so I really I enjoyed talking to everybody, hanging out, went to like three lunches. I was like that guy, you know what I mean? And um, I I uh, played football my senior year and ended up getting a scholarship to play for a school out in Baltimore. Didn't end up taking it, uh, and this is the reason why. So I was born – I'm also a cradle Catholic. I uh, went to church on Sundays. If I missed a Sunday, it wasn't that big of a deal. But um, as I got older, it became a bigger deal for me in, in high school. And so one one Sunday after Mass was over, Father Scott Woods, phenomenal, legendary priest. If y'all he's don't the know. Man. He's the man. I mean, there we go. He's the legend. Yeah, he is, man. And so uh, he, like, he, like, came chasing after me after Mass was over. And he, he was like, hey, San Antonio, what uh?" Hey, how you doing, buddy? I'm like, hey man, I'm good. I'm about to go home and get some eat. What's up? <laughs> and he was like, um, what are you doing after you graduate high school? And so I told him about the scholarship that I had. 
And he said, uh, oh, wow, that's amazing. I'm like, yeah, I plan on, like, actually going to the NFL one day. And if I don't make it, then do, like, physical therapy or whatever, yada, yada. He said, wow, that's an awesome plan. I said, yeah, thanks, you know, worked on that hard myself. And uh, he said, how about, uh, he said, did you, have you ever given any thought to, like, go to the seminary? And I said, what's that? And he said, oh, it's the place where men go to study to be priests. And I said, oh, I see what you're trying to do. Like in my mind, I said, oh, I see what this is about. But out loud, I said, oh, okay. Yeah, nah, no. Never give it any thought. I got plans. I want to get married. I want to do the whole thing. And uh, and he said, well, why don't you pray about it? And I said, ah, I'll sleep on it. And so that night, <laughs> I had this dream. Um, Yeah, I, I, I remember the dream very vividly. Uh, so I'll, I'll just tell you. So I had this dream where I was in this long line of Little League football and all these little kids had like helmets on, shoulder pads, footballs in hand, or like ready to go, cleats, everything ready to go. And this line led to like a bunch of like mountains, hills and valleys. And um, and it, and at the end of the line was what the yeah, the start of line, I guess. Yeah, my bad. At the end of the line, it was a castle uh, and this castle was just massive. It was huge and like later on thinking about it that cat that castle i think in my dream i the way i interpret it is the kingdom of god um and i finally like make my way inside this castle and there's a table and seated at the middle of the table is a bishop and on the other side are two priests and so i walk forward and they like slide me a sheet of paper and uh and I, I got a pen in my hand of obviously it's a dream so it just appeared and so i'm like signing my name away and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, they want my autograph. They know I'm about to blow up. Like, where I'm from, <laughs> like, like where I'm from, people don't right. get scholarships really for like sports. We're really just a, it's like, it's just a country bum. T- you know what I mean? Kind of the way it grew. I grew up with it at least. Now St. Mary's County is like kind of booming. Um, but anyway, so I'm like, maybe they want my autograph. Who knows? Maybe it's like a commercial or something like that. I don't know. But I'm about to get paid, baby. So I slide it back to them. They take out this huge stamp. They stamp it. And they say, congratulations, now you're a priest. And I'm like, whoa, mistake. <laughs> like, Give me that. Let me rub that up. Oh, that ain't yeah. cool. Um, and so, like, I woke up from that dream, and I, like, try wrestling with it for a while. It kind of, like, bothered me, you know? Like, I didn't have a prayer life. I wasn't a disciple by any means. I would go to youth group. But I wouldn't go. Shout out to Beth Allen. That's my homie, yo. She's so dope. Um, she was a youth group leader, the minister, youth minister. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really go because I like cared about God. I would go because I knew he was gonna have some need and I knew he was gonna play basketball. That's why everybody goes <laughs> at first. And, knew, <laughs> and like being and being at like um at a public school, you know, sometimes you gotta sharpen up your skills when you're talking to the honeys, you know what I'm saying? And so Right. I would use like little pickup lines every now and again on a, on some of the homeschool girls that would go to youth group. They had no clue <laughs> what I was saying. They were like, "Oh wow, he's so funny," and I'm like, "Ha ha, that's gonna work." Check. Hit us with one. Which one did you hit? Wait, no, I got it. No, I gotta know. I gotta pause, 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 pause. So these are are these Catholic homeschoolers like so i i married a homeschooler myself and she's a farmer's daughter but uh-huh. she's from rural minnesota 
uh, and, and she thought I was city, but I'm a suburban kid, you know, Moco. But uh, what what were some of the lines you, you could hit, or at least one? Do you know one? Right. Um, one line. Uh, Do it like on Pat. All right. Just how you <laughs> come off. Just just how you beard. come off. Yeah, I'm going to remove myself. Hold on. And go ahead and do it. Dang. How you doing? Oh, you know. <laughs> you know I love you, right? You love me? Yeah, love even though I don't. Yeah, even though I don't like know everything about you. You know, I love you. The same way I like I love a pizza. Like, I don't know all the ingredients and everything that's made into a pizza. But I love you. Oh, I love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Hold you got up. no game, Hold man. Up. I don't know if that's gonna work Hold with up. the honeys. So you didn't even have you didn't even have like like a Catholic hook to this. It was you just gotta, hit him with the because I I've heard some I've heard some gnarly Catholic pickup lines. Oh, I ain't need him. I was already too good looking. Oh, there, see, there you go, Pat. When you got the looks, not like <laughs> I mean, I radio me, face. Pat. This would not have worked out for me at all. It might have worked. It might have worked on me, but this would not have worked out for me at all. I don't have that that game. Like I've been saying nerdy things. Like okay, so I I'm, I'm steal this from uh, one of the students I was interacting with um, during Seek. Uh, dang girl. Uh, when Jesus, you know, when when Jesus meets me, you know, he's gonna need to rub some dirt in my eyes because you've blinded me with your beauty. <laughs> Get him, killing him. Like <laughs> I, I have to use, I've used corny, corny stuff, you know. So, well, the, we know the rest of the story, and, now. and that's why you're. <laughs> that's why you're, that's why you're We're off. Okay. Wait. So, so then let's transition. Like, so obviously that dream. Is powerful and yeah. Did, does that now that you're you know discerned out, like does that dream still hold water? What do you think that dream was now? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I I'll go back to it and I think like so the kingdom of God was like that castle symbolized the kingdom of God to me. Uh, in football, those like little league football players, those kids. Mm. I mean, they they just uh, I interpreted them as just worldly things, and I need to not look down. And I just need to be focused on the kingdom of God for my the entirety of my life. Like that's that's just like the message for me that I got that I received from it. And I kind of and I equated it to Peter when he was walking on water. When he walked on water, he was good as long as he was his eyes fixated on Christ. But as soon as he looked down, it was all over. And so um, I don't I don't think God was saying like football would that would be football for me. But like if I base my identity in right. football, then I would be. I would be done. I would be miserable. But if I base my identity in him, then I'm good. Um, Yeah, I I took it as that. There you go. There you go. And then so, wow. And then and then just off off the break, this is totally random. You were you a left tackle or you were a tackle on offensive line? Yeah. So it was my first year playing, actually. I placed you right away. I'm I'm an O-line coach. I'm an offensive line coach. So I was like, oh, okay, okay, Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, you tackle, and you look, and then when you were in Philly, did anybody ever mistake you for? You look exactly like a uh, Trey Thomas. I don't know if you know who Trey Thomas is. Mm-mm. He's an Eagles. He was a Philadelphia Eagles left tackle, and yeah, the whole the profile. <laughs> uh, any any like around here in Pittsburgh, I went uh-huh. to a Popeyes the other day, and this dude looked at me up and down, and he was like, 
you a Steelers, ain't you? You want <laughs> I'm like, nah, but if you want an autograph, you know, sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. We all have to mistake for like a Pittsburgh Steeler all the time down here. I don't know why. I so do. Not. I, so, so I love that man. Like, so what started as just like an invitation to, hey, why don't you discern being a priest? Actually, became an invitation of, hey, why don't you, you know, actually discern a life with me? And and that's the thing when we think of vocations, a lot of times I think, as, especially with men, if if they're dudes and they're into their faith then they automatically are cast into, you know, hey, you should, you should, right. you know, should look under a, the rock and see, which is good to a, to a degree. A I mean, that has to happen. Yeah. But can you talk about your seminary exp experience and how that kind of molded you to be now getting ready to get married? I mean, which, which is pretty awesome. I mean, that's good, good, on, good on that money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely does, man. I think um, me, me being in the seminary, like I, I wouldn't be the, I wouldn't be the man I am today if I didn't have that formation. Um, my first year was dreadful. I ain't going to lie. I was in New York and it, it was just too, it was just too much freedom going on up there. And so um, just didn't, I didn't take it seriously. I didn't, I would fall asleep every day on purpose in adoration. Like I, one day I brought a pillow with me and I said, I'm snuggling up, bro. Like, I don't know what else to do at this time. We here for an hour for what? Like, I don't even understand what's going on here. Oh, like, no. Just, this is was, Yonkers? Is this, like, where? where is this? Yeah, it's Yonkers. Okay, because yeah. Father, I remember, because I went on a little, yeah. little come and see joint with, and then I didn't know, I'm pretty sure, Father Pat, you were there, because yeah, Mahana yeah. was there, and Father Scott, Scott Woods was the one that set it up. Yeah. So I went with a bunch yeah. of people, a bunch of kids in high school out I there, but go ahead. We might have went the same year. Did the bus, tire bust? Did the tire oh. blow off? I don't remember I remember that. Like we were, we were driving up there, and then somebody was driving, and then all of a sudden they needed a spare tire because that thing oh, just exploded. And we we were safe, we made it. But I just remember they had everything. They had a mini fridge full of like drinks, like oh, you know, non-alcoholic, like orange juice and cranberry juice and apple juice. And I was like, sign me up, man! If if this <laughs> is what it is, go for it. If I can have a slice, right, right up the road. Or um, you know, going going down to the city and a fridge full of juice and some TV and and that was when um, I don't know if you remember. This is how I know like timestamp when it was. It was when the um, I'm deep cutting for basketball. Uh, it was when the Pacers fought the uh, the Detroit Pistons, the the malice of the palace. Oh, okay. that's when I went because yeah. all the guys woke me up and said there's a fight on TV, and Man. so it was like WWE. But I don't know if you were there at that no, time. I was I would have remembered, but anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. And so, okay, so, so separate yeah, formation was, was good. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that first year was rough. Bro. I just, I just, yeah, I bet. I mean, it was, I ain't gonna lie to it, it wasn't like a good way to like, to ease me into Catholicism. I don't think there is no one good way to do it. Like, coming from the, the type of lifestyle where I was living, I was just living for the world in high school. And so, like, to go from from that to like, and like mass on Sunday, but I I paid attention, you know. I listened to Father Scott what he had to say in his homily. Like, I didn't really know everything else that was happening. Um, so to go from like I would say like bare basic Catholic to in where, where they make priests, you know what I mean? It's like oh, put me in a hyperbolic time chamber. I'm about to level up. 
on my Dragon Ball Z out here. Like this is another. This is just I will see people guys is like walking around with rosaries and like holding breviaries and Bibles, like closing their eyes, like praying everywhere they go. And I'm like, all right, man. So it was it was just like a good way to enter to like. Antonio, yeah. that just means that you were too real. You were too real for them. Like that just means that you were you knew who you were, and they were trying. They were I like I got no patience, man. I got no patience for these seminarians. You know, walking around like look, trying to look like John Vianney, trying to look all spaced out, like 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 coming one. upon their brains, like the Holy Spirit is whispered in their ear. Please, please. <laughs> Spare me, Lord Jesus. No. Oh, hot take, man. We got to do that for the overrated, underrated. I didn't know St. John Vianney was going to get lit up here. <laughs> oh, oh, there's the original gangster, and then there's all them people trying to be, you know, trying to yeah. be like, you know, look at me. You know, oh my gosh. They, they, do, they, they do this thing with the foot, you know, the, 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 the thing where they're like, you know, is that the right angle? You know, I haven't seen that, have you? I saw that at Franciscan. <laughs> You know, like, because John Vianney's like always like posed or whatever, where he's like, you know, if you show me the way to ours, I will show you the way to heaven. And then he's like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes. And when it's like, you know, God called, God flipping called Santonio for that time, you know, in sen in seminary. Like, I'm not, I'm not stealing your story from you. Yeah, thank you. Like, you know, he wanted you. He wanted yeah. you in seminary. You know, he could have made. He could have made two Joshes. He could have made two Pats. You know, he, why he could have made more Scots. Thank God he only made one Scott Woods. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, he called you. And, like, I mean, you know, bringing your pillow into chapel, man. Bringing your all you. That's all you. He still wants you after that. Very good. And then that brings you to discerning out. And did you kind of loaf around some more or did you already know what you wanted to do where'd you wanted to go, where you uh, wanted to go? yeah i i i just want to um before i get to the sign out part like i definitely so like after leaving that first year in new york um and like learning the language of the catholic church a little bit more um we went down to dc studied at catholic u uh stayed at the saint john paul ii seminary and things were were ordered right for me to be able to to grow. I still had a lot that I needed to work on. I still had a like a rocky heart that needed to be like melted by the sun to be like moldable like clay. Um but but yeah after after yeah having the actual like encounter like the first those dreams that I had was an encounter with God. But then I like God the Father. And then I had like encounters with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Well I would just say Jesus actually. I had encounters with Jesus while I was in the seminary, which allowed me to really pray and, and discern well. Um, but, but yeah, after after discerning out, I I taught for a year um, at Holy Family. I think that school's like shut down now or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Way to go, man. You know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> they say um, we're gonna close uh, these doors now. We all we all gotta know when it's time to go. You know, it's gonna be time at some point. You just gotta know when it's time to go. There you yeah. go. So you talk for a little bit, then and then I got into um out focus. I got into being a focused missionary where <clears throat> Father Pat supported your boy for a little bit, you know what I mean? Then my three years in and out, boom. 
And uh, and there I really learned how to like evangelize and and grow on my faith. Like my faith, like in seminary, I think Father Carter Griffin said this, or some maybe somebody else, but I'll give him the credit because that's my boy. I mean, that's my he my guy. He said, like in the seminary, you get stored up with so much information, kind of like a refrigerator. And then when you leave, you're finally able to like give the goods that you've been given that you've been stored up so for so long. Um, and so I felt like after everything that's just been stored into me, like given to me in, in seminary, all the gifts that I've been given of that formation, I was able to like put it into actual, actual, yeah, actualization while being a, um, a focused missionary for three years. And then did that, uh, ended up in, at Temple University and that's where I left. That's also where I met my fiance and, um, and then I worked for the Archdiocese of Philly for two years doing urban outreach. <clears throat> and then that I left there last summer. Um, yeah, summer 2020. Didn't end the greatest, but it ended. And um I it led me to 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 do vagabond, to be a vagabond missionary. And I wasn't gonna be a vagabond missionary. I was really yeah, nursing, being a, a nurse, uh, they call it a nurse, I guess. Uh, I, it's been like oh, it's something that I think God put on my heart <clears throat> uh, a few years ago, and it's always been there, and I've never had the opportunity to like pursue it. So I was trying to pursue that after realizing that like things in Philadelphia wasn't going as planned. Um, but then, then uh, like George Floyd, like his his murder <clears throat> on TV like that just, yeah, it sparked something in me to like, want to, want to give back some more because I, I had thought I was done with ministry as a job. And, and after seeing that, I'm like, man, you know, like growing up, growing up as a, as a black man um, and having black parents, my mom, my dad wasn't in my life. So my mom always taught me how to survive. But a lot of times other, I see like other friends of mine or like, especially in a seminary, um, those guys, they were taught how to thrive in America. But I was like, most of the time, like blacks and Latinos. And honestly, where I'm from also in St. Mary's County, there's a lot of white folks that also are poor. Uh, if you're not like, if you don't got a base job, then you're not, you're not making a killing typically. Um, and so they're also taught how to survive in America. And after like seeing that, like, and I've seen videos like that and pictures and all that stuff for like my entire life. And I just got fed up. I'm like, I'm tired of, I'm, I'm tired of learning, like teaching generations of my people how to survive. They need to learn how to thrive. And it is, isn't always going to be um, like wealth of like financial wealth. You know, it's going to, It'll look like the faith as well. And so like a, a saint like St. Josephine Bikita, like she was a slave, like rough life, you know, but she was one of the happiest people on earth because she had the faith. And and that's, yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why I decided to, um, that's actually, that is the reason why I decided to be a vagabond missionary in, in, uh, in, go back into ministry because you wanted people to thrive, not just survive, thrive, not survive. Cause I'm tired. Like, cause, um, 
so George Floyd, you heard him re- like yelling out for his for his mom for his mom grandma, um, and like you never like he didn't say daddy, you know, he said mama, um, and like I, you, me growing up without a father in my life, I know that a lot of other kids do the same. They grow without a father as well, and so what I've learned um, over the years from Father Scott, Father Father Carter Griffin, from Father Rod Walsh from like many priests around uh, the Archdiocese of Washington, D.C. And also like other, like I have a cousin who passed away. He was really monumental in my life as well. Um, He kind of like stepped in as a father figure for me in ways. I had those examples. And a lot of times these kids on the streets and the projects, they don't have an example of what it means to have a, a good male role model, a you know, a good mentor in their life. And a lot of times they, they see, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, they see what you see in the hood. If you ever take a little drive around, you know? Um, and so I wanted to be a part of that change. I just mm-hmm. got out of seeing, yeah, my brothers and sisters being killed. What does that look like? Like, um, what does that look like when you're getting messages you know, being told to just, just survive, just get by. Like what reinforces that dude is, is it, uh, stay in your lane, don't make waves, you know, pipe down, keep quiet. Like what, 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 what are people telling, telling us when they're just trying to keep us in a survival mode? Oh, I mean, I, I think, so what I was speaking of is that like what my mom knew, she doesn't know how to, <clears throat> my mom wasn't taught how to thrive uh, financially. Um, and so she just teaches me how to like, hey, save up. Like not to like invest. You can like invest your money in the stock, like in capital and like whatever. Um, not saying that I do those things. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like I'm buying a house. You weren't on the GameStop uh, Robin Hood train. There you go. <laughs> no, yeah, I would have liked some of that bread. I'm just saying, I could have, I could have done with some of it. You know, did you do good thing, you... good thing for my youth group? Just for my youth group, not for me. Not, you know, <laughs> not for Patty. You know, not not like a bunch of toupees or anything like that. No, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'd, have blessed, I'd have blessed the people of God. I'd have blessed the people of God with something. You know, maybe something to look at. Maybe something, something a little different. You know, why, why didn't you just go with the body yet, man? Oh, you know. You, you gotta, know, like laziness wins, man. On, you gotta come lazy. home. You gotta come home, Pat. Just, just go. Go the whole way, not halfway. Michael Jordan did it. That's true, and he and I have a lot in common. We are very, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we're the, basically the same person. When people people confuse me for, see, you'd be walking around in, in I mean, not for Manny Brothers, because you'd be donking on some, <laughs> but like, okay, so you're at Subway. You're at Subway eating fresh. We're going to get this sponsorship. I promise you. I promise you we're getting this Subway sponsorship. And people are like, you know, oh, you're a Steelers, man. Yin's a Steeler. Yin's a Steeler. <laughs> Yin's one of them Steelers. Can we have an autograph? I'll pay you 60 bucks for, for an autograph right Is now. Is accent at the end? What? <laughs> <laughs> My my Pittsburgher is basically Tally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I get when I'm at Taco Bell. When I'm at Taco Bell, people are like, you know, oh, he's my is Michael Jordan. He's Michael Jordan. <laughs> why they gotta have a Latino accent, man? Why they gotta why they gotta be from El Salvador, man? 
Oh, es Michael Jordan. Es <laughs> Michael Jordan. Oh, you, you, you played a, uh, you, you. Both of them. Huh? Both of both you, MJ huh? and Michael B. Jordan from. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Black Panther. People think I'm them all the time. Awesome. So that why, means- what, so why vagabond? Like out of all the missions you could have been doing, why, why vagabond? So in Philly, I was working with Vagabond trying to get them to come to Philadelphia. I was scoping out a few different spots. Um, so it was already a relationship built there. And uh, and when things were going south in the Archdiocese for my job, uh, the president, his name is Andy, he invited, he asked me like three times. He said, hey, man, you want to come work for us? And I'm like, nah, man, I, I'm, I'm just too, I'm just too hurt for ministry right now from like the church. It's just, I wouldn't, I don't know. I guess I was just so naive coming into like a, um, archdiocesan, um, role and, you know, job and thinking that church people make mistakes too. uh, put it that way. And, um, and so I was just, yeah, I was like, no, I'm done with ministry. I don't want to, I don't want to go through this again. And, uh, and so that, I already had a relationship with them. So that's why I was like, it was an, it's such an easy um, transition. Yeah, asked me three times. My girlfriend at the time, now fiance, she said, I think you should pray about it. And so I did a um, novena to St. Anthony of Padua, my confirmation saint. And then at the end of it, I just, my like, my love for nursing school was still like right there for nursing. I was like, I, I want to do this still. But like my, I just was like on fire for like just doing ministry and so i was like man i and i know it had to come from god because i was already like <laughs> my ministry level was like here i was like it's no shot i'm never doing this again and then it just holy spirit and it was like no we i'm calling you and i'm like okay let's if, if it's another situation like last time <laughs> i would never do it again can you can you hit us with a memory that like you knew you were in the right place, like when you started. Is that uh, a moment where you were like, "Man, this is this is," it. and and it could appear in many ways. Some of my best moments in ministry were like, "I'm right where I need to be." Is yeah. when I got cooked by a group of kids or playing basketball, and 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 then I was like, "All right, <laughs> I'm supposed to be here. Probably not on the basketball court, but I'm supposed to be here ministering <laughs> to these kids at this time." Was there a moment like that for you where you kind of got that moment, like, "Thank you, Lord, like I'm where I need to be." Um. I think, I think it's been so many, honestly. Like, so one of them, one of the moments was when um, there's there's this one team who's been like super consistent. <clears throat> he so we're a brand new site where I'm at, uh, so we're starting from zero and go out play basketball with these kids. And this one team is like, I want to keep playing basketball. I want to keep hanging out. I want you know we had to um, continue that that mentorship uh, relationship. And he said, you want a water? And I said, yeah, I'm kind of thirsty, bro. He was like, I know, man, because your lips chat. Let me, let me go upstairs and let me get you some water real quick. Yo. I'm like, this kid, man, he funny. He bold too. He don't care. You know, he give you that bite back. And, um, and he said, his grandma said, why don't you invite him upstairs and have him come up? And uh, he, he was ashamed of where he lived because it's, living situation doesn't look, I mean, he lives in the projects. Um, but I just remember like going upstairs 
to a house and I, I met like everybody. I met the entire family. <clears throat> and so he lives with his grandma and the grandma, she was just, she was just singing me prayer. Like she wasn't like, so what are you doing? I, my, I see my grandson hanging out with you a lot lately. I don't know who you are. You a grown ass man uh playing basketball what a seven you're looking like you should be in the nfl you play for one of the steelers <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yen's one of them stellars <laughs> i'm telling you man i'm telling you i love me i love me some pittsburgher <laughs> a weird place it is it is so strange it's kind of like a it's a we they like their city but they got a country accent to them it's so strange yeah, yeah it is weird um but uh but so yeah, but it's like getting to know like the entire family. She was like grilling me a little bit, but then she was like, "Oh, what you do is phenomenal. I, I, I'm so glad that there are people like you who are ministering to my grandson who doesn't have a mentor. He doesn't have a big brother. He doesn't have anybody that can that can lead him in a way that you've been led. And so I just appreciate your time that you've given. And I'm like, All right. it. yeah. yeah, I'm like that's good. That's, that's it. That's love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so so vagabond missions is specifically looking for right or or, or doing ministry in inner city right in the, in the urban environments like that's it's its purpose. Yeah, yeah. So um, actually, they're in one site in Greenville, North Carolina, and that's not like city. I don't think. Um, I think it's pretty country out there, but uh, but yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think <clears throat> yeah, just in um. In anywhere where there's a really a need, you know, so we're out in Wichita, Kansas. And because a lot of people think like, oh, you're just ministering to black people was well, like, no, out in Wichita, we have uh, probably like over 100 kids who are Latino that come to in Kansas. Like, yeah, man, it surprised me, too. What? <laughs> yeah, but they they're deep. Awesome. They're deep out there. Um, and so they have a whole Latino team dedicated because they only speak Spanish, you know? So it was like second generation, sometimes first generation. Wow. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, just anywhere where, where, where there's really a need where like, cause I mean, I, I've noticed this when, yeah, just in my time of really being Catholic uh, that if you, if you aren't, if you aren't a white young adult who lives in the suburbs or lives in the city, um, then you're not going to get any attention from the church. So you really, so we're, we're reaching those, those people, those demographics that aren't that, uh, and especially that our teens, young adult, well, I should say some teens too, typically. If you I was going to, I was going to ask for a, a rewind on that one. Why do you think the church, and I agree with you, why do you think the church kind of, misses or glosses over this particular population why is it that the church isn't answering that uh i mean in america because the church is like universal obviously it's like catholics in africa australia like germany whatever all over the place but like in in america i think i think racism just runs so deep still and it's not necessarily like active racism but like i think some of those things can be just like oh i'm not racist i have like I got a black friend. Like y'all know how many times I'm sure y'all done heard that. Like I'm not racist. I I love Chinese food, or it's like sure, dude, whatever. But I think there's like certain prejudices, and that's just been like passed down. 
um, that also has just turned into being comfortable. So typically you're more comfortable talking to somebody who looks like you. So I'll every day, like if I walk down the street and, and I'm guilty of this too. Um, if I see a, a black dude walking down the street, I give him the head nod because I'm like, what's up, man? How you doing? Like, I, I, we got a connection. Um, if I see a white guy, I'm more like hesitant sometimes. I'm like, well, let me get out of his way. I don't know what he's like, what he up to. You know, I just get a little suspicious sometimes. And I mean, I've, I've been, I mean, that's just me being real. You know what I mean? I've just, I've been guilty of that. Um, other times I'm like, all right, yeah, he's just another guy. And my fiance is white, you know, and like her whole family is too. So, I mean, I hear you, I hear you. you know, I'm not, but, um, but I think, I, I think it is, I think that the church in America is ran by mainly white people and they're, they do what they're comfortable doing. Typically it's yeah. talking and ministering to people who look like them. Uh, and so I think it takes a lot to get out of your comfort zone. Obviously Jesus did it with the woman at the well, you know, he got out of his comfort zone and brought a lot of peace and unity on that woman and healing. And we've talked about that in the in the past and just kind of how to answer that kind of thing. But I don't know why. I mean, just a, a, a soft spot. As soon as you were talking about like walking down the street and you, and you see a black person or whatever, I immediately for some reason thought of the office when Stanley uh remember that we were oh yeah yeah when when oh, uh when the Stanford and uh Scranton merger happens. And Martin, the new guy, it like goes to Stanley, and he's like, you know, what's up, Stanley? What's up? What, what's what's up with this place? Stanley's not having it. Stanley's just like, mm. <laughs> you know, he like he, he doesn't give him the time of day. He doesn't care. Like he's like, you know, out of the you're the other brother in this house in this office now. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't have anything for you. <laughs> there you go. I've never seen the office. Never, never. It took me a while. It took me like till this year, like or no, last year, to really get into it. I wasn't into it at first, but then now I like love it. So, but I gave it up, so I can't even watch it. All right, and and yet with all these realities in the American church, man, as we as we kind of wrap up here, you you're still in. You're still wanting to give and pour yourself out, man. So just on behalf of like the church with Father Pat, like thank you too, like for doing it. How can we support you? How can we help your mission? What can we do, bro? Besides, um, give, break out the break out the ones and give it to you. Come on now, I ain't gonna get on that pole and start shaking. No, no, no come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but we will do something. We will get Permani Brothers or something. You know, <laughs> yeah, you can know. we can we send over some Permani Brothers some, to Yin's out there? On your sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that y'all can do to support me is pray for my my teens that I work with. Um, that's that's huge. We uh yeah started off with one and now we got like six consistent kids coming to our programs. So that's and it's I mean in the middle of COVID still, you know, and it's cold outside, so it's like really difficult to try and gain traction and whatnot. That's it. Cold hits different. Oh my gosh, bro. No, you have no idea. It snows every day out here. It feels like I'm in Minnesota right now. There you go. I'm not about it, but um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, I, I would say that's the biggest way to support me. Just, awesome. just praying for the for the kids that they have a conversion, that they keep coming around, that they enjoy uh, the underground and, and the programs that we have to offer. And that's what's up. And if someone did want to put up or shut up or put in put in some money on next to that prayer, where could they go? Um, what is it? Vagabondmissions.com backslash donate. 
Oh, yeah. backslash donate. I'll add that to the to the description here. Vagabondmissions.com backslash donate. That's good, yeah. man. Father Pat, anything? Pardon words? Oh man. I Santonio, San we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pull you back in for some, some more conversations. Oh, we yeah. have to. We ended it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got we got we got we set ourselves up for this. <laughs> so there's gonna, there's gonna have, if you're up for it, if you're up for it, we gotta pull you back in and get some more hot takes on, on, on things and, and pick that brain of yours because honestly you, you, you done open a can for me. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a can, there's a can, a host of thoughts and I, and I'll, and I'll limit myself to one, you know, um, I, I have felt this, you know, obviously from a different perspective, a different angle, you know, um, cause I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely the guy that's like, you know, allowed to thrive. You know, I don't have to ask permission. I've just been given, you know, a whole lot of opportunity to thrive, you know, and that's, you know, been gifted upon me, been visited from above has nothing to do with who I am or what, or what I've done. It's just, you know, what's been, what I've been, um, you know, give, given a boost up on, but I, I, I know for a fact <laughs> and, and not because of uh, where I'm assigned as a priest right now, but just from paying paying attention or trying to paying it pay attention at least, I know for a fact that the the church does not just look like uh, what the way the way that I'm used to to worship, right? And I think this is something that comes up, you know, very obviously in seminary. But until like you have an experience of like you know bigger church, whether that's World Youth Day or like NCYC or conference or something or just something that gets you like into a bigger pond, you know, a bigger pool of, of people, you know, it, it's hard to, it's hard to imagine. It's hard to realize like, you know, what that Catholic universality looks like, but I think you put your foot finger on it, man. You know, if I could just like kind of echo uh, something that, that you mentioned, it's that, you know, the experience of church isn't universal, you know, it's not, it's not one way. But people think that, you know, and then we can reinforce that in our own pews. So, like, this is this is part of the conversation that we're going to pick up someday. But, like, you know, it's it's how we make our church an experience where it's not just like, you know, you know, you're doing that wrong, <laughs> you know, like, or that's not how we sing that here. That's not how the Vianney pose goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a 33 degree angle. It's you know, got to like, be a Z. Right, exactly. You know, and it's how do we how do we church in a way that like makes us reflect the, the true glory of God. Anyway, I love it. I love it. I can't wait to give you another soapbox because you know I'm feeling yes, something please. right now. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been rocking with the best though. Holy Ruckus Podcast. San Antonio, thanks so much, man, for being with us. And we're praying for you. And then we're gonna send some ducats your way. No ones though. <laughs> Appreciate y'all, man. It's been great. All right, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, if you feel so called, so moved, please do uh, like and subscribe, but also follow my man at Santonio underscore Hill and Vagabond uh, Missions as well to find out more about what the, the great stuff that they're doing. And I know there's a podcast coming out as well. I've been looking at your Instagram or Vagabond right. Missions. They're, they're doing a podcast. So that's great, man. Santonio, right. thanks so much. Appreciate y'all. All right, y'all, man. Very good. Very good. Good, good.